the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with two amazing leaders in our community. I am so excited to introduce to you Shruti Gupta, who is one of our Love Never Fails volunteers and also a software engineer at Google and uh, a, uh, an amazing leader, just a servant to, to so many people and in, in the way that she shares her gift as an IT uh, engineer and leader. And of course, we also have Ride Chef on, who is a senior at Granada High School. He's also the president of the Cybersecurity Club there. And he's also our instructor and uh, co-founder of our program called the Introduction to Cybersecurity and Programming, ICAP, which is a, um, a beautiful way for anyone to learn how to code in Python. And so we are doing these workshops throughout the community, and we've been doing them with the uh, support of both Shruti and Friday, and we're so excited to have you both on the show. Welcome. Thank you, so- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Shruti, I want to start off with you and um, just, um, you know, talk a little bit about, first of all, um, we've talked about this before, how great it is to um, see other women in engineering and uh, in the IT world and really walk, you know, walking strong in that in that role. And I wanted to ask you, Uh, Before we talk about how you're involved with Love Never Fails, I just wanted to kind of talk about your background. How did you get involved in tech? Absolutely. Yeah, it's actually um, a very, you know, almost like a book story because uh, I got inspired by my father. So he has his own manufacturing business in India um, and his company manufactures uh, these huge transformer tanks for power plants. So in his factories, he has these giant CNC machines and these giant machines, which are rolling giant steels of plates. And there's welding going on on one corner. And I grew up in that environment and I absolutely loved it. I loved going to his factories. I loved going to his office and I loved learning about these things. So as a kid, I knew I wanted to go into engineering. Um, when it came time to decide in college, computers were kind of a very big deal. They were coming up. There was a lot to do there. So I chose to go into computer engineering because it kind of mixed the two worlds for me together, which is hardware and software. Mm -hmm. And that is still where I am. Even at Google, I work with hardware and I write code for that hardware. And it has just been wonderful. That is exactly where I want to be. 
That's awesome. And, you know, one thing that you uh, did, I don't know if you realize, but you really inspired one of our senior leaders who has no background in tech, Letitia. And all of a sudden, because of a, a, a little talk that you and her had about programming languages, she has this newfound fire uh, to learn more about programming. And so, uh, you know, I don't know what you did, Shruti, but um, all of a sudden you kind of like, so what language do you, uh, what, what programming languages do you use? On a regular basis at Google, I do mostly C, C++, and then a couple that are very internal to Google. You don't really hear about them outside. Um, but very little Python, mainly because I work on a very lower level in terms of the hardware, and Python is a very higher level language, and understand the low and high doesn't necessarily make sense. But uh, in just think of in terms of it's if it's a higher level language, you need to break it down a lot before it can talk to a computer. So the more steps that you have to break it down, the slower it gets. So I have to work with a language that's closer to the hardware so that it's faster. Otherwise, your Pixel phones are going to be very slow and you're going to have a very bad experience. So are you working on Pixel phones? Is that one of the products that you code for? No, I don't directly work for the Pixel phone. I work more in sort of an incubator inside of Mm -hmm. Google. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so everything's top partners, secret, and you have to kill me yes. if you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not kill you. You'll just have to give me millions because that's oh, all. Millions, I could do that. Just don't kill me, please. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. you're doing all of this incubating, sort of innovating using C C plus plus. Wow. That is cool. So she wants to get T-shirts that may that say, what's your program? And I'm like, you know, that's kind of tech flirty. I don't know if I I don't know if I like that, Letitia. You need to just relax now. (laughs) What's your program? (laughs) Anyway. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So um, but anyway, I, I'm so grateful to have you on the team. So your dad inspired you. And I've heard this from many uh, women engineers that they were inspired by their fathers. And I think that is so cool that, you know, you, you first of all, you were able to get access to your dad and watch him and even think that it was cool to want to aspire towards something that he was doing. So he must have been supportive of this. Absolutely. Both my parents were. They were very supportive of whatever I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, They pushed me when I wouldn't push myself, which didn't happen all that much. I was very ambitious always. Uh, But they, there were no limits because, and one of the big examples is I, I grew up in India and I came to the United States for my college which is not very common. Most people do their college in India and then come here for their graduate schools. Um, and I had no scholarship. So I now I think about it at that time, it was not even something that I discussed with my parents. They just handled it. They supported me in whatever I wanted to do. And that, that has definitely formed me as a person in a big way. Wow. So, you know, so so not only have you been inspired by your dad, but now you're in this place where you're you're loving life, you're loving your job and what you do. And you're saying, I want to give back. I want to uh, provide this opportunity maybe to other people who don't have those kinds of role models or maybe that kind of support system. Um, Tell me about that. Where where does that come from? Absolutely. So. Giving back to the community has always been there for me. Um, Even, I think, really high school, middle school, I wasn't really doing all that much, but it was a thought. College is when I started doing a lot of things like Habitat and uh, a lot of like one one day events, you know, where you just go do something and come back and then you're done. 
um, a few years ago, I wanted to find something where I can contribute in a long-term way. Mm-hmm. And nonprofits, I feel like, give the perfect opportunity for that because they're there. They always need volunteers. Um, and they're really giving back to society in a big way. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was looking around and I had never worked with a nonprofit. So I was a little anxious. But I found this one called y which is based in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And they do this semester style kind of training program where they teach you how to work with other nonprofits in the area. They hook you up with other nonprofits. So you do like a mini project with them. It was really like taking a class on how to work with nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So they go over fundraising. They go over how it's structured in nonprofit, what they need their money for and all of that. And that was very helpful for me. Um, there, I wanted to, it just sort of happened. I wanted to contribute to the world of trafficking. I feel like there's so much to do there. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't linked with a lot of nonprofits that um, deal with this topic. So I started calling around. I got your information from someone and I had a chat with you and I remember we were missing each other when we first started to reach out um, yeah. and when when we finally connected I was actually at my niece's birthday party but I still wanted to talk to you and I'm glad I did because it was such a perfect conversation and I just knew LNF was the place to be yeah so. we're going to take a quick break um, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Um, things that we've started to do together around different fundraisers and around ICAP. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Me. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Shruti Gupta and Hride Chef, and we are talking about um, the ways in which these two uh, tech leaders are engaging with Love Never Fails to meet the needs of the underserved students and uh, community members that we serve. So I want to come back to you, Shruti, and ask you a few questions just about, you know, you've been working with us now since I think it's November or December of uh, 2019. And um, um, one of the things that we immediately asked you to do was to help us create like a merge, right? Uh, Do like a mail merge for our our, um, giving statement. So (laughs) we threw you right in with that. And then there were a couple of events where we were like, can you table or can you help us do some fundraisers? And, and so did this, um, you said it was called Y Corp, correct? Y Corp. So Y C O R E. Okay. So did they teach you that, you know, nonprofits would be, you know, sort of pulling on you in all different kinds of ways like that? Or are we just a special case? <laughs> no, I, so I expected that part. Um, okay. I think just the way it is, unfortunately, uh, nonprofits are always understaffed. 
because there's so much to do and not never enough people to do it. Um, and so I was expecting to be pulled in a lot of directions. My uh, inhibition initially was I didn't know how I would be able to contribute because yeah. I work in tech and I deal with hardware. It is so removed from a lot of problems that are there in society. Yeah. So uh, that part was unclear. So I came in with uh, an idea that I'll help out in any way possible. Yeah. Um, for the fundraiser, Ycor did have a training. So they uh, had this uh, special session where they teach you how to do fundraising, but you also have to raise $1,500, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, for during that session. Mm. So you actually learn how to do it in a very practical way, reaching out to your um, network, essentially, friends and family, also coworkers, um, and different ways of doing it. Like you can raise $5, like do that amount, or you can go big and raise like $100, $200 per person. But all of that was definitely part of the white core semester that I had. Um, and coming into LNF, I, I just wanted to contribute in any way that I can. Um, yeah, I can't. Yes. Yeah, so like I'm not a lawyer. I can't have, I can't counsel victims, but I can just help them learn IT. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's the beauty of it. And, um, I've always said, I mean, I think we're kind of a, a, a unique organization in that, um, you know, if you want to, I used to say this to uh, one of our volunteers, uh, and then she came on as staff, Benita Hopkins, we used to joke around and say, if you can learn to warm up milk for pigeons, we will find a way to make that apply. Very random, I know. Uh, very random, but uh, we'll find a way to make that apply to the work that we're doing because um, there is so much, as you said, that needs to be done. And so the fact that you knew how to do a mail merge and we had a new staff that was, you know, doing our giving statements and, and needed help there, that was incredibly helpful. And then, you know, we did a, um, a fundraiser and we were going to start doing them on a monthly basis at restaurants, but of course, COVID hit. But, you know, that was awesome. But then, of course, when tech came into play, that was just right, you know, right there. And, you know, you being in the tech industry and, and being willing to share your story is so powerful, important. So for all of you listeners out there that are thinking like like Shruti did, you know, what what would I do? I'm not a counselor. I'm not an attorney. Whatever you're doing that you're good at, I'm sure there's a way to map that in to help somebody else in need. So, so you've had, you know, you've had some opportunity to do a few things. Um, we've done a couple ICAPs. So tell me um, when you think about um, your engagement, what has it done for you? Have there been any like points where you're, you're like, wow, you know, I see the value in what I'm doing. Have you had any moments like that? I did. I have, I've had a few, but I do have one significant one from the first ICAP that we did. Uh, I forget where it was. I'm sorry. It was in Antioch. Mm -hmm. It was okay. Um, and we had a full class. We had 25 people. Mm -hmm. Uh, we started and everyone was asking a lot of questions and about midway, there was one person in the class who stopped asking me a lot of questions and they just decided to figure it all by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, it was like almost a switch that I saw happen with this person. Um, and it was really wonderful to witness that switch in them because mm -hmm. I know that if they want, they can, they would be a very good candidate for your next level of a sponsored um, internship that you have. Mm -hmm. which I'm sure you'll talk about in the future. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I saw that change in them and I saw that aptitude for IT spark. And it was yeah. just really wonderful to be there to help this person realize this and hopefully take it somewhere in the future. 
Um, and yeah, I understand why teachers feel this right now. <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah, really good experience. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think I've always said that I wanted to be a teacher and, um, but I ended up going in a different direction, but I think that that's, you know, there's like that, that, that value, that, um, payoff that you get when somebody learns something new. It's so, and to know even more importantly, that this thing that they've learned could literally completely transform their life, you know, um, to actually believe that you could, um, achieve a sustainable, obtain a sustainable career in tech. Um, you know, and just coming from my own experience of having lived in poverty and, you know, and to know that I've been to, you know, 19 countries and, you know, and purchased homes and provided for my family because of my, you know, because of that opportunity that I got some time ago, long time ago in tech, you know, that, that this industry has the ability to transform someone's life from poverty to sustainability is, is so powerful. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, um, um, I'm so grateful to you and to Ridge for, um, you know, your, your commitment of your time to the folks. One thing that during that ICAP, if, if, you know, that, that I remember is our youngest student was 12. Our oldest was 54. And, um, yeah. And so the 12 year old, I don't know if you remember the young man in the corner. Um, he was was 12. 12. Yeah. And do you remember we gave him a little, um, like a little, uh, blazer at the end and he put it on and he went home and told his mom, that's his favorite jacket. So that was like, oh my gosh, he's so sweet. I love him. And then we had a 54-year-old woman who came on and she was, and her main motivator was to get clothing, if you recall. She really wanted the clothing. Yeah. So we actually made arrangements to get her clothing afterwards because we had a few pieces of clothing, but they weren't, um, you know, they weren't the right sizes, if you recall. So we got her some other clothing later, but she ended up coding. Remember, she ended up finishing the class and she was like, wow, I I know how to code in Python. <laughs> I was like, Absolutely. this could really work. <laughs> this could really work. This is so yeah. cool. Um, okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're actually going to hear from a whiz kid, uh, I'll just call him, who, uh, Rene Chef, who um, is the brainchild for the uh, ICAP platform and, and just is going to tell us about all the great things that he's doing, again, as we are giving back to people who are so, um, I say they're resilient and they're brilliant. And so we'll be right back. We are going to talk more. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. 
Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, are in the studio with Shruti Gupta and Hriday Sheth, and we are hearing uh, about what it's like to have an affinity, a love for, and or work in the IT industry, and to... Uh, also uh, be someone who's committed to giving back. With us, we have Rude, and Rude has, is actually kind of a cool story. So I used to work for Rude's dad, uh, Narav, at Cisco Systems, and um, he was kind of sharing with me a little bit about his son and his interests. He didn't really tell me all of it. He didn't tell me, uh, he just told me that his son was uh, uh, interested in tech. And so when I met Rade, what impressed me the most about him is that he's not just interested in tech, but he's interested in people. And I actually designed our ICAP sweatshirts, T-shirts really for him. The tagline is for him. And it says, hecka smart and hecka heart. And that's what the way I would characterize Rade, Chef. It's so good to have you on the show. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here, um, and it's an honor. Yeah. So, Rude, you are a senior at Granada High School in uh, Livermore, and you are also the president of the Cybersecurity Club there. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So how did that, uh, you know, wh- wh- when did the, I know, you know, I, I know that, um, you know, you've worked in a home where there's some technical conversations that might be happening from time to time, but what, what really, where did it begin for you where you began to show that, you, you know, really draw near to tech and specifically to cybersecurity? Um, yeah. So I would probably say that happened uh, when I started coding my own games. So, you know, when I was a little boy, I used to like, you know, have these conversations about, tech and business and things like that um, about the industry with my dad. But it was all very abstract to me. Like, I didn't know I was going on. Um, So, and then in about, like, right around the time middle school was starting, I started to code in Python. And I was creating my own games. And so that sort of showed me that it's, you know, I don't have to be an outsider. Just by being able to code, I can do my own things and I can uh, make my own creations. And so that's when I really got interested in tech. And then when I got interested, I got interested in cybersecurity about freshman year in high school. And so what happened there was in eighth grade, I actually got hacked. My email, uh, you know, in eighth grade in middle school, somebody hacked into my email and sent a bunch of bogus emails to a bunch of my teachers. And I was like, what's this? What's going on? And so I started to read a little bit more. I got into high school and we had a cybersecurity club. So I was obviously very interested uh, because I didn't want what happened to me to happen to other people. And so um, I got really dedicated to that club and dedicated to becoming a leader. Awesome. So thinking a little bit about, uh, I had this discussion with Shruti about programming languages that she, she uses, and she's, she said she uses C, C++, but also, you know, a little bit of Python. So in the gaming industry, as you know, I have a son who's 13 who's starting to get into the gaming, um, uh, into gaming, programming around gaming. And so we were looking at like Maya or, you know, Spine or Harmony. Are you using any of these um, programs to um, do game development every day? Um, so, no. So, gaming was sort of like my introduction to the tech world in Python. Um, but now I, now I don't do that much game development. So, I don't use any of these more advanced programs. But I do have friends that do. Okay. So your focus now is what? What kind of um, apps are you looking at developing? Yeah, so uh, I obviously, like, I'm still in tech, very interested in cybersecurity. And then right now I've been getting a little bit more interested in uh, tech for social goods. So 
with a friend right now, I'm developing like a platform for like different interview problems and crowdsourced answers to be able to learn from each other. So sort of going into the more social side of tech now. Nice. Well, I know you've uh, texted me after and I want to talk about, you know, some of the aha moments that you've had along the way as we've been engaging your text me messages saying is this really happening Vanessa really and so I, I, I've noticed that you you've become much more thoughtful or introspective or about some of these things you've always been someone who likes asking a lot of questions or is this a new thing where you're becoming more curious about why people give back and ways that people can be a better steward of maybe their privilege. I would say this is uh, more of a new thing. Uh, I've definitely gotten more interested in tech for social good uh, after creating ICAP. Yep. Uh, for me, ICAP was sort of that aha moment where um, I was like, you know, you're, you're using tech to make a socioeconomic impact. And so, uh, yeah, so I wasn't always interested in tech for social good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, so yeah. So when, when you came up with this idea of teaching um, kids to, or anybody, not just kids, but teaching anyone to code a video game in Python, um, did you think that it was going to go the way that it, w it went when we, when we came together in February in Antioch? Uh, yeah, I was pretty confident because a little like backstory on that. So for Cybersecurity Club, uh, I was involved since freshman year. And what, ha what was happening freshman year was that a lot of our new members were leaving pretty fast. And what was happening there was that we weren't really being hands on. We were just like playing cybersecurity videos, uh, cybersecurity news, just we were basically all outsiders to cybersecurity. And then what gradually started happening sophomore year is that the club leadership started transitioning towards more hands-on activity, uh, cracking ciphers, securing computers. And what happened there was our retention rate went way up. Like ev all of our members started to uh, just have more passion for cybersecurity because they were hands-on. They were doing cybersecurity. So um, for ICAP, I was pretty confident because I was like, this isn't just like another panel of industry experts that people can listen from, but people are actually going to be coding their video games. So, um, yeah. Brilliant. And I think, you know, that's been one of the most compelling aspects of the program is not that um, we're dealing with technology or we're talking about technology, but really that we are touching tech. We just had a class... Uh, where we had um, people who work, who are social workers and who are district attorneys, learn to code so that they could articulate to their case, the people on their caseload, that it's within reach. And I think that it's had a tremendous impact because now I notice when I go on these calls, I'll go, oh, you can go over, you can go learn Python. What's the problem? Go, go over there and learn Python. You know, so it's like, now becoming sort of an accepted possibility, whereas it seemed like it was so far away before. Actually, we're going to take a quick break. So um, I don't want to jump us into the next segment, but we're going to take a quick break. I want to come back and ask you a few more questions, Rade. Um, so we'll sign off and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. 
Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Rede Shep and uh, Shruti Gupta, and we are talking about um, how uh, they as IT leaders have been giving back to Love Never Fails. And so kind of want to dive in a, back into ICAP because I remember there were a few moments today when we do you remember when we did our first ICAP there were a few moments that hit you you know kind of in the heart do you remember a few of those experiences aha moments what what were maybe share a few of those with with the audience uh, so I would probably say that the biggest moment was when our students started like going off like off the chart and um sort of experimenting on their own. So like when we were coding with turtles and making the turtles red and blue, they started experimenting with squares and circles and started making them yellow and green. So at that point, to me, that was like, they're not just like listening and watching me code, um, but they're getting into the coding themselves and they're getting interested in what can I do differently and how can I explore in different ways. And so that was probably the biggest aha moment. Uh, and then another pretty big aha moment was when, uh, you know, like I asked a question and then you had like four or five people uh, with their hands up and they were really eager to answer because it was like um, these people, you know, as you said, they're very resilient and they have um, backgrounds with a lot of adversity. Like, for example, human trafficking, poverty. And um, these types of things, you don't traditionally like expect these people to be excited to, to, you know, code and, you know, do these types of things. But when uh, when they have their hands up and they're all eager to answer a question, that's like, you know, you have them in You're yeah. you have them excited about programming. And so yeah. that was yeah. a very big aha moment for me. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I'm glad you said that because I think. Everybody, including myself, may have made in the past the assumption that um, somebody who is, you know, maybe been overwhelmed by poverty would somehow not be interested in, you know, tech. But it's, you know, what I have found in, I'm going to say from my own experience, I didn't think I would be interested in tech. And I come from that background. And and it was just that I had to do it, like you're saying, is, you know, I think I think we should get a little partnership going with Nike. Don't you think? I think Nike needs to hook me up. Just do it. Um, because uh, half the time, you, you, you know, we, if we just talk about it, we're not really getting a good feel. But I really like the experience of coding. I, I it's fun to me. It's fun to try to find that character in the line of code, not too much code, but in that one line in code that you might have not had a capital or you put a space in there and you shouldn't have. And um, and I think that there are more people uh, who grew up like I did that will find that quite intriguing and interesting. So thank you again to both of you guys, um, you know, for your willingness to um, create a bridge really is what you're doing. And so, uh, Rede, I want to come back to you on a few other things. There were a, a couple of other um, aha moments. I remember when the, one of the young men who was 15, he was about your age, and we gave him a jacket and a tie. Do you remember that moment? Yes, I do. I think his name was Cody. Yeah. And uh, Cody was really excited about having that jacket and that tie at the end. and. And for you, um, you know, I think, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, um, 
how was that for you to see someone your age, um, you know, who maybe needs more than you might need and to know that you were there to, to be a friend to him? Um, yeah, it was, it was a very humbling moment because it was like, we both enjoy coding, but it's like his life circumstances didn't give him, uh, the same opportunity that my life circumstances did. So it was very humbling in that way that, you know, you were being the bridge to sort of equalize where no matter what your life circumstances were, you're now able to code. And so, uh, like him personally, like, he was coding and I think he was one of the best people in the class. And I was asking him like, how many years have you been coding for? And he was like, this is my first time coding, like my first time ever. Um, and that was just absolutely shocking. So it was like, think like he's just one person. Um, and think of like thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that are incredible coders out there that just haven't been discovered yet. So that's, you know, I hope that, through ICAP and through Love Never Fails as a whole, we can discover um, these people. Yeah. See, heck of smart, heck of heart. <laughs> and on the heck of smart part, I have to brag on you for a second. Is it true, Renee, that you have a perfect SAT score? Uh, yes, that is true. <laughs> I had to brag on you. That's just, that's cool. <laughs> you're like you're you're a smart famous for me so what are your plans where do you see yourself in the next five years uh, I see myself as an entrepreneur uh, I definitely want to uh, start a business or two in college and uh, probably study like some sort of hybrid between like a technical engineering side and the business and economic side uh, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah and I definitely see that, like, whatever, you know, I start, I want to make sure that we're doing, you know, social good. Yeah. Well, yay. Any, have you got your eye on any um, specific colleges? Yeah, right now I'm interested in UC Berkeley. I think that, uh, I think, I think the city's pretty vibrant mm -hmm. and it has a good engineering program and also a good business program. So, like. Um, I don't have some sort of like college hierarchy. I don't have like, this is my dream college yet. I should, you know, it's getting close to application season. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, right now I'm looking at UC Berkeley uh, as someplace that I would love to go if I get in. I went to Berkeley. That was so great. I didn't graduate from there, though. I graduated from USF, but um, I, I loved both schools. So, yay, go Bears. Um, all right. Well. Uh, there won't be a lot of Go Bears in the near future, but hopefully there'll be some coming back by the time you go there. So, uh, well, is are there any other things that you want the listening audience to know, uh, Rede, um, as we prepare for, we're going to have a bunch of ICAPs that we're going to do virtually. As as we mentioned, we are now doing them on, uh, online over Zoom. It's really cool. Anything you want the listening audience to know about that? Yeah, I want the listening audience to know um, that they are, they should get involved with Love Never Fails. So whether they are um, an experienced programmer and they'd love to uh, TA or teach a class and they should pop on and do that, whether, whether they're new to programming and they want to take our ICAP class to learn, they should do that. Uh, and um, yeah, there's just a lot of ways to get involved with Love Never Fails, even though uh, things are online right now. Well, thank you. Thank you so much to both of you guys. We're going to take a quick break here. Um, we're going to come back and talk about events that are going on in the community. Uh, just again, so appreciate you both. Um, we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. 
Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. All right. Well, thank you so much for logging in to Love Never Fails Radio. We are so uh, grateful for you, uh, your support, uh, your love for um, everyone that we serve. Uh, A few things that are going on in the community and ways that you can engage. First, um, we want to remind you that Uh, We are opening our first house for child survivors of human trafficking on the 17th of August. As you all know, we've been housing women with their children over the last five years, 137 women and children. Um, But now we are opening, we're taking a step and opening up a home, an art house specifically for four girls uh, in the home that uh, are between the ages of 13 and 16. Right now, we have a 16-year-old confirmed to start with this uh, right away, and we're talking to a 13-year-old service provider about bringing a 13-year-old in. We really need your help in order to move forward with this financial help, and so we have uh, we have started a GoFundMe, and so we're hoping that you will join us. Uh, the title of our GoFundMe is Safe Housing for Child Survivors of Human Trafficking, and it's under the organizer loveneverfails.inc. And so you can find us there on GoFundMe. Um, We are trying to raise $150,000 in the next two weeks. You know, we are not going to uh, shrink back. We are pushing forward, and uh, we are excited about some of the uh, uh, things that we think are going to really help these young young ladies to heal. Um, we will uh, just let you know that the program is for non-system involved girls, and that is a gap right now. So what does that mean? That means that um, there are um, foster homes for p- children that are in the foster care system, but this, this is really a home that is set for children before so they can avoid foster care before they go into foster care. And this is usually when a child has been trafficked when in the custody of their parents from the time that they're trafficked to the time that they're actually put into the system, into foster care is usually about a year. So our thought was, why don't we try to get a hold of them for that year and give them art to heal? Uh, for one year's time, give them art, give them loving people and really just be prayerfully caring for them, loving them and their parents so that they can hopefully go back to their homes instead of going into foster care. So we're really um, excited about this and uh, we hope that you'll partner with us. You can also donate by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. That's another alternative. We also want to remind you our store, online store. So we, because of COVID, we had to shut down our physical store. We moved all of our uh, store online. So you can purchase dresses and shoes and jewelry and, um, and all kinds of housewares at store.loveneverfailsus.com. There are staff members that are attached to the, you know, the sales in that store and they're including survivors. And so, we would just ask you, help us uh, keep those individuals employed by shopping with us. Maybe take a look at our, you know, our clothing before you go and shop at your, your normal store and see what you might like. Um, and we will ship it to you. There's cute little stickers and all kinds of stuff you get with it. So that's kind of fun. 
also um, want to just put on your mind a few things. We are looking at, if you want to save the date, October the 20, uh, 24th, if you'll save the date, we're going to kick off a church mobilization initiative that day. And this is really our time where we'll be bringing together pastors and leaders from churches across the Bay Area uh, to have a discussion about how we can more readily impact and and really help survivors of human trafficking. So we want to ask you, October 24th, please save the date there. And also, September 24th, we are going to kick off our next cohort for Google IT. And so what does that mean? That means this is a group that is going to move um, uh, from um, course one all the way through five of Google IT with a hybrid model, self-paced, doing some online education and a, uh, a, a uh, instructor-led. And you will be able to go through and complete by December and be qualified uh, for paid apprenticeships with eight employers, potentially. You have to interview for it, but it, this is the first step towards qualifying for that paid apprenticeship program, which starts at $15 an hour and progresses to $39 an hour over an 18-month period. So we want to encourage you, if you want to sign up for IT classes today and you have overcome something in your life, go to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IT biz and sign up today. All right. Well, that's what we've got going. We love you. We appreciate you. We we just um, we thank you for all of the support of uh, everything that we're doing. And of course, uh, uh, we hope that you uh, always keep in your heart our message that that we repeat at the end of every show. And that is that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up.